With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, welcome to the program. Final hour on this Meat Friday. If you're living vicariously through our Traeger Grills, pickle brined hot chicken sandwich, grilled corn with honey butter, and smoked salt. Coming off the Traeger here in about 40 minutes from now. Phone calls are welcome. We've been looking for the two worst words in sports. If the two best are game seven, what are the two worst? We've come up with quite a few. Todd has come up with a limerick, and he has a competition a little bit later on with one of our listeners with a shower of shame at stake. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Congrats to the Clippers. They handled the Suns last night. Montreal Canadiens going to the Stanley Cup final. And you have the Islanders and Lightning playing Game 7 tonight. Hawks at the Bucks, Game 2 as well. The Clippers... A desperate team. It couldn't go down 0-3 because you weren't coming back from that. But you start to look back. You think, okay, they looked good last night. Chris Paul didn't play well. Devin Booker didn't play well. And you go back to that game, too. The out-of-bounds play. If the Suns don't complete that, are we looking at maybe a 2-1 lead for the Clippers? Would they have still played with that same kind of desperation going back home? Here is Ty Lu, the Clippers head coach on his players calling him Bill Belichick. Well, first of all, um, um, 
I got a lot of respect for Belichick. I'm not nowhere near him. Six Super Bowls, um, probably the best coach ever, you know, football, you know, in um, NFL history. But um, it means a lot just to, you know, just for those guys to trust me, um, to understand that whatever I'm doing is, is the best for the team, you know, not for me. And I just want to win. And um, you know, making adjustments, you know, sometimes it's, it's tough because adjustments mean some guys can't play, you know, some guys play more, and you got to be able to. Um, to accept that, and um, that's the biggest thing. But you have the communication with your team all year long, and just talk about one common goal, and that's winning. And uh, all of our guys are on board. Well, I wouldn't go as far to say he's Bill Belichick, but I do think Ty Lue doesn't get enough credit for his adjustments. But keep this in mind: if you're playing a football game and it's a playoff game, you lose and you're out. You don't get seven games to make adjustments. Uh, football, you make your adjustments at halftime. Basketball, it might be at halftime. But if that doesn't work, you get another game here. And Ty Lue has done a great job. Look, the other players have stepped up. Reggie Jackson's been a lot of fun here. Uh, and, but this is what you need. And Paul George seems to play better, more freely, when he is Batman, not Robin. And I said this about Ben Simmons. He's Robin. He plays better when he's Batman. Now, he made free throws. He scored 42 points against the Jazz earlier this year. And, you know, he, he looked like a different player. Yo, uh, Woj dropped a small bomb yesterday. Uh, he was talking about Ben Simmons' agent, talking to the Sixers about a possible trade. And Woj said that Philly is saying it wants to keep Ben Simmons. But I, I think it's going to be difficult because you had Joel Embiid criticize Ben Simmons following that Game 7 loss to the Hawks. I don't know if there's much to the story right now, but there does seem to be a process to NBA trades or free agency signings these days. It's not just GM meetings in back rooms over cigars somewhere. It's closer to a Shakespearean play involving public comments and social media controversy. Maybe a celebrity or two gets involved. Simmons once dated a Kardashian. His agent is LeBron James's uh, partner, Rich Paul. I don't know if the Sixers still want Ben. I don't know if Ben still wants the Sixers. This could be a very interesting offseason in Philly, and Ben Simmons could provide the best drama of the offseason. As you move forward, if you're the Sixers, you don't want to say, hey, we're open for business, because then it feels like you've given up on him. Now you're, you're kind of diminishing his value and, and what you're getting in return. And Daryl Morey, their GM, has said all the right things about the trade market for Ben would be really high. And, you know, he, okay, I understand all that. I had a former NBA player contacted me yesterday, called me, and said, you guys, media, are being unfair to Ben Simmons. And I said, all right, I'm listening. He said, there are a lot of guys who haven't been able to shoot free throws. There are a lot of guys who haven't been able to hit jumpers. I said, and? I said, I, I called out Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd used to have to be told to shoot because he was allowing his guy to guard somebody else. I said, so I, I, I've said this before, but you, you can't have games. Four of the seven games, Ben Simmons doesn't attempt a field goal in the fourth quarter. That's mental. Yes, I know he's got a great handle. Yeah, I know he's 6'10". Yeah, I know he can pass. Yes, I know he can rebound. I know he can play great defense. This is an offensive-minded sport. You don't even have to shoot threes. But you have to be able to shoot a mid-range jumper 
and shoot a free throw. And those go hand in hand because you know what? They're about 15 feet. 15, 16 feet. That's it. Keep the defense honest. That's not asking much for a guy you're spending $40 million on. And that was the end of the conversation. Yeah, Paul. I was just looking back and how fascinating it is. You kind of forget because uh, uh, James Harden got traded to the Nets. It looked like for a while the favorites were the 76ers. And there's a lot of reports that the sticking points in the Sixers trade to get James Harden was not wanting to get rid of Ben Simmons. There's a bunch of reports. And there's one report out there that Ben Simmons was informed that he he might be traded to the Yeah, he was told to expect a trade. Absolutely. I I wonder if you gave the Sixers a, a, a mulligan. And take me back six months. I was told that the Rockets were not trading James Harden to the 76ers because the owner was a little frosty with Daryl Morey going to Philadelphia as the GM. And he used to be the GM in Houston. And that owner was not trading James Harden to a Daryl Morey-led team. Yeah, McLovin. I remember the sticking point was Tyrese Maxey and not Ben Simmons, too. Like... I, I, I've been hearing the last couple of days that Maury tried to trade Simmons earlier. That's been the narrative. Oh, I there. think they did try to. Yeah. But you can't admit that. Did you see also, this is just a report, and I feel like you don't like to dwell in this area, but Stephen A. said there's a report that an insider told him that Ben doesn't work hard and is babied all the time. Yeah, that could be true. I mean, Stephen A. was a journalist, a, a writer, a columnist in Philadelphia. I'm sure he's got contacts there. But in, in Philly, there was a strong reaction to that. It's like, wait, what is this guy doing? Is it, is it his fault? Ben's fault, that is. But if he doesn't work, then yes, it's his fault. But the Sixers have to hold him accountable. You know, that we, we ex- you, expect, you expect us to pay you twice a month. You expect us to pay you $40 million. You know what we expect from you? To be worth that. That it doesn't just stop. We're paying you on... You getting better, wanting to be great there. He's got to want to be great. But I don't think he can be great in Philadelphia. I think he can be good, but he can't be great. And I don't think he pairs up well with Joel Embiid. And I've, I've said this, now other analysts have picked up on it, and that is I look at him as a Draymond Green. Draymond plays great defense. Draymond leads the Warriors in assists. Draymond rebounds. You don't ask him to do too much offensively. Now, he could, but he doesn't have to. I mean, I, there, there's a variety of opportunities here, I think, for Ben Simmons. And I think the best scenario would be getting out of Philadelphia and going to a place where he can be the star. Every night he knows he has to create. He has to take shots. He has to take it to the hoop. He has to get better. And his age, like... like this is when we start to assess if you're going to be an all-time talent. That's the way it used to be. Now you're four or five years in. You're only 24, 25 years of age. And we feel like uh, this is who you're going to be. And no, we're not always fair. But Jason Kidd made himself better as a shooter. Magic made himself better as a shooter. And those are prime examples of point guards who couldn't shoot. But they made themselves better. That, that's not asking much of Ben Simmons. Yeah, Paul. I'm going to ask you, McLovin, you're the NBA guys. And you have to answer yes or no, the only answer. 
Uh, you're the GM of the 76ers, and the Dallas Mavericks call up with a straight swap, Kristaps Porzingis no, for Ben Simmons. No. Flat no. No. I don't want Porzingis. Porzingis is not the most healthy guy in the world, but he's not, a, a solid NBA player and not scared. No, I don't want him. I don't want him. How would you play him against with Embiid, too? Is there any way to do that, even as an option? He's a 7-4 guard. You score a little bit. Everybody scores. Not Ben Simmons. Like you're replacing ben, ben could score, but you're I mean, no. Could Ben score twenty? Yeah. He should score twenty. If I'm the Mavericks, if I'm the Mavericks, do I want that? See, I it's tricky on who you pair Luca with. And and I think as they move forward with Jason Kidd as their head coach, like who are you gonna put in there? Yeah, McLovin. No, you're right. Ben and Luca would be not be ideal either. Yeah, because now now Ben's guy just sags off, and now you got an extra defender guarding Luca. You got to get guys who you can space the floor with, and you act you have to guard them. The fact that teammates will tell you they they were telling Jason Kidd to shoot because he was an offensive liability. Now, did anybody get upset about that? Did anybody say, "Well, you're being too tough on Jason Kidd"? No, I was just assessing in a basketball way, if your guy is not guarding you, that means he's double-teaming somebody else. That means you have to get better. And I know this firsthand, folks, because I went to Dallas, and I was going to have a shooting contest with Jason Kidd early in his career. And we used to joke about it. And he decided, he left practice. Practice ended. Jason Kidd left. And I went to practice just to have a shooting contest with him. So he got better. But people were critical of him. Yeah, Paul. Jason Kidd, when he came in the league, he came in as a superstar. He was beloved as a passer. But his first year, he was a 69%, just a free throws. He went from 69% free throws as a rookie to 87% in the meat of his career. That's drastically different. Yes. Where you can completely rely on. Then his his two-pointers, he was always like, you know, he started low, but then his three-point average really improved. He was not a three-point shooter at all, volume or anything. Midway through his career, he's shooting 38% from three. He had a couple seasons where he was over 42% from three, kid. But also, he he was a set shooter. He Jason didn't have a jump shot, but he was so dynamic in transition. And that's what Ben has to... I can look at what you do well, but you have to you have to be great at that. It it's just he's not he's not dominant in transition. He can be, but I I think as long as he has Embiid there, it's just not going to work. I think it's going to stun his growth. Yeah, McLovin. Realistically, any chance he tries to shoot with the other hand? I don't know. I've been saying that, but I I, I googled last night Ben Simmons free throws. Just to look at his form. I, like, I wouldn't let my child out of the house with a form like that. I could just say to my son, no, you're not going out. You're not going to shoot like that. Or change your last name. But, you know, these, these are just normal things. Remember Shaq? Oh, he, he fell out of a tree and he broke both of his wrists, and that's the reason why he shot. His hands were too big. Like, we made up all these excuses. There's a lot of big men who are wonderful free throw shooters. Anthony Davis has got a wonderful form. But he learned that when he was younger because he wasn't 6'10 then. He was 6'1. 
It's just a lot of it is a learned skill. Then you throw in the clutch part of this, and that's what he's lacking right now. That ability to want to be great. Give me the ball. I'm going to the hoop. He doesn't have that. All right, phone call's coming up. We uh, have been talking about the two worst words in sports. If the two best are game seven, then what are the two worst? We've had a lot of suggestions. More phone calls coming up as well. What? Anything else that I was uh, supposed to? Oh, the throwback uniforms are on the way for the NFL. Love that. Take a break. 15 after the hour. In about 20 minutes from now, Todd will unleash his limerick of Scottie Pippen versus Kevin Durant. If you want to do something else in the interim, now you have to. <laughs> We'd love for you to stay. You can. Yes. I mean, I, w- I would like that. But if, if, look, if you got something else to do, then I certainly well, understand. Take up a hobby, you know, figure something out. Thank you, Todd. 15 after the hour, take a break. Back after this, Stan Patrick Show. I uh, have my epic driver. I'm thinking about playing today. I'm thinking about taking down a golf course today. Now, I, uh, I've used the Epic Max. And there's the Epic Speed. That's the fastest Epic driver by Callaway. The Epic Max SL, that's what the tour players use. Now, you can still use it, but I'm just not tour ready. Now, what you're going to find with these drivers, they have jailbreak technology. So it's, it's artificially, artificial intelligence. They designed the structure that connects the top and the bottom of the driver immediately behind the face. So you get stability at impact. Now, what that does is, the ball stays on the face of the club longer, more energy transfers to the golf ball, more energy to the golf ball means more ball speed. More ball speed means more distance. Yes, Paul? Stability at impact is a new Liam Neeson movie. He's a Ooh. golfer who's wronged, and he takes out his aggression. Stability at impact, starring Liam Neeson. Callaway Golf, check out the epic family of drivers. CallawayGolf.com slash epic. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a fan of the show Stranger Things did an interview yesterday for uh, the podcast show that I do. It's called That Scene, where we pick out scenes from movies. We've had a variety of people on there from Will Ferrell streaking in old school or Brian Cranston, the last episode of Breaking Bad, Adam Sandler fighting Bob Barker in uh, Happy Gilmore. But we talked about the letter scene where uh, Hop in uh, Stranger Things writes a letter to Eleven, his daughter. And uh, this is when he's uh, he knows that he's going to die. But Stranger Things with Winona Ryder. Paul, have you seen Stranger Things? I've never seen it. You didn't tell me Winona Ryder was in it. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Yes. Yes. What's the setup? Give me the one line setup. Uh, They're kids in Indiana in the 80s. Like Hoosiers. Oh, it's Hoosiers too? No, no, not like that. They're just uh, inquisitive kids. And they stumble upon this person named Eleven who has escaped, and uh, she's got superpowers. And I can't wait for, like, in two years, Paul's going to be like, I don't know if you guys have seen the Stranger (laughs) Things show. You you guys got to check this out. So more supernatural, less jump shots. Yeah, there's no jump shots in there. Okay. If Hoosiers went drastically wrong, like way drastically wrong. Yeah. Yes, Todd. Any of the other kids have a number or fraction, decimal point, anything like that? Or is that going to be even Stranger Things, the sequel? Thank you, Todd. They come across someone named 3.7. Yeah. Yes, McClellan. I mean, I hate to ask, but did I come up as her fellow Dartmouth grads? Well, I, you know, this guy, Dave, <laughs> David Harbour is, is uh, Hop, and uh, yeah. he's one of the stars. And uh, we talked about this next season, season four of Stranger Things, going to be coming out. And uh, he, he had some interesting things to say about season four, but... 
I can't really tell you about them right now. That's there might be a spoiler alert here. Yes, Paul. There is nothing that makes Andrew Perloff more upset than when someone from Dartmouth succeeds. Yeah. Because like, is it is it Dave? Uh, who's the guy on the newscaster? Oh, Jake Tapper and I were friends in college. Right, but he wouldn't you acknowledge me on Twitter, and it kills me. Yeah, Jake Tapper is a very successful broadcaster. Mm. It drives him crazy. And by the way, I was in, you know, David Harbour was kind of in a nerd frat. I don't know if you brought that up. I did not. Sig up. I, I eh. did not. But, but I will say that he is a very, well, you guys got to hear some of the interview. You guys were eavesdropping yesterday. He's an interesting guy and uh, had a lot to say about getting that role. I think his, he was in Hellboy. He was Hellboy. But the other part was, I think he got kicked in the face by Denzel Washington in The Equalizer. He was getting those kind of roles, and then all of a sudden he got this role with Stranger Things. Yes, he, he would like pop up in random movies or always like a Law and Order or something. Yeah, and be like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, hop. Yes, McLovin. I cried so hard at that letter thing. Oh, at the end of season yeah. four. I don't know if I cried so hard, but that that was a touching moment. I can't wait to hear this whole thing. Yeah, it's really well done. But uh, Paulie, I would suggest I'll do it. Yeah, have your daughters mm. watch it with you. Oh, it's. Kids can watch this. Yes. Well, oh, I thought it was like a... Well, I, uh, My kids are 12 and 9. I, depends on what your kids are into. If you, They're not into supernatural, like, crazy... I, I don't know. Oh, there's some stuff that might scare them. If they're into sleeping without terrible nightmares... <laughs> then, without. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if, they, if they like a night's yeah. sleep, yeah. I'd skip yeah. it. If, if they like nightmares, <laughs> then this is the show if for If they're them. super into not getting sleep and having yeah. horrible nightmares, watch all four seasons. Yes, Paul. Do you guys have the thing where you're watching something you shouldn't, and a kid comes around, but you don't see the kid come around, and you reach for the remote, and you lose it, you don't get it in time? Like, you're watching Old Sopranos or, like, Scarface... And the kid starts coming in, you're like, you're scrambling, you're trying to get it together. I used to do that with my mom. When my mom would come to visit and she'd always want to watch a TV show or a movie. And I'd say, all right, uh, let's pick something, mom. And there'd always be an inappropriate scene. And it's just me and my mom sitting there on the couch and no one says anything. Nine and a half weeks. And we're just going, um, you want a beer, mom? Sure. Sure. I'll take a beer. Yeah. Oh when I was a kid, my parents used to tell me, like, if there a scene came on that I wasn't supposed to see, like nudity or something, they would always tell me, oh, Patrick, tie your shoes. <laughs> that means I wasn't allowed to watch. But I only tie, have socks on right tie now. Tie your shoes. Uh, there's nothing like playoff hockey. Peacock has live coverage, Stanley Cup semis, and final. Don't miss out. Stream every game. Go to PeacockTV.com to sign up now. Game seven, two best words in sports, or so we're told. What about the two worst words? Uh, Big Al in Texas. Hey, Big Al. Hey, DP. Thanks for taking my call, brother. Six foot one, lost two, uh, lost uh, 78 pounds since the first of the year. All right. Well, then you're just Al, not Big Al anymore. So uh, two worst yeah, words in sports. To, they're going to have to change me to Little Al, that's for sure. Maybe that's the two best words. <laughs> no, the two worst words since we're in the height of baseball season is you're out. All right. Thank you, Big Al. Big setup. Thanks, Al. TJ in Iowa. Hey, TJ. Morning, Dan. Uh, 6'2", 240, Twisted Steel, and Sex Appeal. All right. Two worst words in sports, Nebraska football or Nebraska athletics. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, come on. Nebraska's been down for a while. You don't need to kick them. Like Iowa picking on them, too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> I would think Nebraska could do scoreboard. Just saying, if we're looking at success in football, it's been a while, but yeah, Paul. Do people in Iowa not like people from Minnesota or not like people from Nebraska? What's their biggest state rival? Not not just football. I, I haven't spent a lot of time on that one. I know. We're big in Iowa. Yeah, but I don't know what, you know, what I was inferiority complex is with Nebraska. I think there's a corn issue between the two, I would imagine. Mm. A lot of corn. corn uh, Bill in West Virginia. Hi, Bill. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan, I got three of them for you. Number one, he quit. They quit. Dan's off. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, what do you have? <laughs> what, do you, what do you have as uh, your two worst words? Side? You had a whole list, didn't you? I, I think instant replay is... One of those that just drives me crazy. There's nothing. They don't call it instant anymore. It's just, it should be just replay, but it, it takes forever. Yes, Todd. I had a rain delay, intentional walk, makeup call, commercial break. Commercial break was, uh, that, that's a rough one too. Under review, under protest, <laughs> own goal. Under review would be. That just feels like uh, I'm going to take uh, take some time out here. Yes, McLovin. It's too many words, but catch or no catch fits in this whole thing. This program brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization options. Cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew, Mercedes-Benz Vans. Build equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. We got the throwback uniforms, and uh, in particular, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the creamsicle helmets are allowed to come back. Any uh, any other... T- the Falcons, the Patriots, the Seahawks have throwback helmets. Anybody else allowed to have throwback helmets? Well, the probably? rule is was big that you couldn't have, like, two-tone. Those old helmets weren't up to code, and so it's going to take a while. Remember we had uh, Bruce Arians on? Yeah. He said he would love to have them. Yeah. So they used them as one-offs, but teams can go as long as they want with a two-tone helmet. Uh, like, the, like the Seahawks could have a gray helmet with the blue jersey. Okay. Vice versa. Okay. But Patriots, a lot of Patriots fans yesterday wanted it. What's that? Uh, what's that logo? What's his name? Patriot Pete or something like Pat? that? Oh, Pat. Yeah. Now, was that the son of the owner of the Patriots initially? Pat Sullivan. Yeah. Hmm. Is 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 it a tribute to him that's called Patriot Pat, or just the fact that the Pat Patriots? The Patriot. Yeah, Pat the Patriot. I don't know. I. I don't know when they started that logo, but maybe that was before. Yeah, there definitely was a Patriots executive named Patrick Sullivan. Oh, no, I know yeah. that. He's the son of the owner. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? So Todd has his limerick. We just have to hear from Christian in Maine. He might not be able to get in today with all these phone calls, but it's uh, Pippen versus Durant. Yes, he Kind of loving the idea of a, I want to do a deeper dive into the Iowa-Nebraska rivalry. <laughs> It's currently my one I'm most interested in. Yeah? Yeah, oh yeah. Is is social media blaze with that? Oh, all over the place, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, and and there was a combined no-hitter with the Chicago Cubs against the Dodgers last night. But we were starting we had a discussion prior to the start of the show. Is it really a no-hitter if it's a combined no-hitter? Yes, Todd. Probably not. I think about like something like the hot dog eating contest. It's like if you and five others helped you eat 80 hot dogs in the court. It's like you share the co- you each ate like eight hot dogs. You and your 10 friends. You didn't eat 80 hot dogs. Because when you win a lottery, 
that usually means you're sharing it with people. When you win the lottery, then you the. are the winner. Yeah, so they threw a no-hitter, not the no-hitter. Yes, Paulie. So Zach Davies is the pitcher for the Cubs. He was pulled after six innings with a no-hitter. And I don't even know if he had people on base, but like, wouldn't you be upset about how last night played out? Like, Zach Davies can't be like, got a no-hitter, first in my career. Great, you know, it's a fun night for him, but you got pulled with no hits. I'd be salty. How many combined no-hitters are there in Major League Baseball history? And has there ever been a combined perfect game? We're double-checking. I don't think there's been a combined perfect game. I thought that there was a no-hitter thrown. And maybe the pitcher didn't get... I thought Babe Ruth started a game, faced one batter, and got ejected for arguing. And then somebody came in and then, I think, retired the next 26 batters. Unless I'm making that up. Or unless my Twitter handle is... My Twitter account was hacked. Uh, George in Ohio. Hey, George, what's on your mind? Good morning. Good morning, George. First of all, my apologies to Marvin. We talked about something else, but I have two words. Okay. I think you'll like them. The drive. Oh, sorry. Too soon for Browns fans with John Elway. (laughs) Yeah. There are certain sports fans, group cities that uh, Steve Bartman. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few of them that would probably fit in there. Yes, Todd. I'm looking at 15 combined no-hitters according to nonohitters.com. Okay. Was there ever a no was Babe Ruth involved in a no-hitter where he was ejected in the first inning? Cuz for some reason in the deep recesses of my mind. June 23rd, 1917, first no-hitter to feature more than one pitcher Ruth was ejected for arguing with and punching the ump after walking leadoff batter Ray Morgan. <laughs> Shore was called in, and Morgan was thrown out trying to steal second. Shore then retired the next 26 batters. So uh, that happened. You're right. All right. Red Sox Senators. Thank you, Todd. Thank you. Ernie Shore was the name of the Ernesto Shore. Babe Ruth, zero innings. Ernie Shore, nine innings. (laughs) Jesse in Los Angeles. Hi, Jess. What's on your mind? Hey, Big. Hey, happy meeting, Pod 30 Friday. I have uh, two sets of the two worst words in sports. The first that comes to mind unwritten rules the second and not to comedian brian regan and his bit when it comes to the playoffs but must win thanks okay. guys Have okay a good weekend. all right thank you jess you too philip in milwaukee hey phil two worst words for you and a show recommendation okay the two worst words are sneaky fast doesn't really that's <laughs> like the dumbest phrase and my show for you is The Expanse on Amazon. It's like a mix of Stranger Things and Star Wars. Pretty cool. Check it out. All right. Thank you, Phil. But, Phil, if you know me and know the show, you know I don't like Star Wars. Yes, McClellan. Hey, d- with David Harbour, did you get in? A, he's in a big Marvel movie coming yes. this summer. Yeah, so Black Widow. Did you tell him you don't like Marvel movies? Probably not, No, right? I did not. I was just there to ask him some questions about that. But uh, I think he's in with uh, Scarlett Johansson. It's part of the universe. Yeah. You're going to be in part. You'll probably act in one of these movies. Someday. No, I will never be in a Marvel movie. I can't. I got two more cameos with um, uh, Sandler coming up. Two movies. Yeah, Paul. By the way, The Expanse uh, is an intergalactic uh, thriller. Uh, political tensions between Earth and Mars. Mm-hmm. Wow. Not a true story. Tampa Bay Rays. 
Uh, let's see. McLovin just sent this to me. They combined for a perfect game, McLovin? No, no, they came close. They were the closest ever. It's never happened. Okay. No, it's never. Uh, 23 perfect games, none have been combined. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that. Uh, Brian in Florida. Hey, Brian. With this answer, human element. <laughs> All right. In sports. Thank you, Brian. All right. By the way, I got a lot of new T-shirts there, danpatrick.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Uh, we, we are closing up shop at the end of the month if you want to be part of the calendar. And Mario said March is going to be sexy as can be. He said that uh, the listeners who have sent in pictures wearing DP Show gear, he said March is going to be on fire. Because every date and you know, in the calendar, we're going to, come close to filling up the entire year is a person wearing DP show gear and that's their birthday. And uh, you own that day, but uh, we're, we're going to have the calendar out in time for the holidays in the fall and uh, be ready for, for Christmas. This might be the most skin we've ever shown. And that's saying a lot. Paulie, Paulie showed skin. <laughs> it was a mistake. Yeah. Big mistake. Um, Seton showed just about everything. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much just about everything in one of the uh, photos. That's funny because I was just like, I was naked. <laughs> yes, you oh, yeah. yeah that's it, right. I was yeah, completely. In, in my pool. Again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, we know our fan base, you know, predominantly uh, male. And here we are with a bunch of nudity. You're welcome. Yeah, you are welcome. <laughs> Ask and ye shall receive. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to take a break. And uh, I, I hope that your rival with this limerick is going to be able to call in. He was uh, talking a good game. He was. The limerick off. And uh, there's a shower shame attached to this. And then we'll decide who had the better limerick. We'll take a break. If you're watching on Peacock, the Traeger grill is, oh, they're up. They're, Tyler's taking things off the grill. The pickle brined hot chicken sandwich grilled corn with honey butter and smoked salt. Take a break. Back after this Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Police in the fire department, rescue teams still searching through that condominium tower that collapsed in Surfside, Florida. Horrible, horrible look. Search continued into the night, almost 100 people unaccounted for in South Florida. And they have the collapse. Part of the condominium tower, one half of it, started to collapse. And uh, they have it on camera. Uh, But they're still searching for uh, at least 100 people unaccounted for. All right, last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store for uh, Monday coming up, this day in sports history. And we, of course, have the tune-in factor. The limerick off between Todd Fritz and Christian from Maine, who challenged Todd. Uh, I say we get this out of the way. I mean, let's do this now. <laughs> let's do this now, and then we'll decide who has the better limerick. Now, the topic was Scottie Pippen versus Kevin Durant. Um, 
I'm going to have Christian from Maine go first because he challenged Todd Fritz for a limerick off. And uh, we will decide who wins the limerick off. And uh, the, the objective is going to be cleverness, humor. What do you guys want to factor in here? with? And we might not have either. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a, there's a real, a real chance, real possibility. Yeah, McClellan. Is accuracy of rhyming important? Because we know Todd has a history of misrhyming. <laughs> mm, sausage off. How about we just decide in general who put in, who put in the best effort? Who's more entertaining? How's that? Just entertain. All right. Christian from Maine, and there's a shower of shame attached to this. I'm going to let you go first with your limerick. All right. Well, thank you, Dan. All right. Okay. Scotty Pippen was a baller of sort who comes off as a whiny poor sport. He went off on a rant about Kevin Durant, who's found on Twitter far more than the court. Okay. Todd? He's got rings on many a finger. These Pippin comments still linger. Now Durant shouldn't be sobbing. Who cares about the opinion of Robin, a sidekick, Michael Jordan Klinger? Oh, whoa! <laughs> yes, Paul. I'd like to vote first. I thought uh, Christian Maine did a nice job. I thought Fritzy weaving in Robin had caused a nice reaction in the room and, and give him a big W. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm going to say Todd Fritz is the winner there. Uh, oh, the fix is in. Oh, if the fix was in. I would have lost. No, no, Christian. If you know the show, you know we don't like Todd. Uh, McLevin. I think Todd is the Atlanta Hawks of the situation. And Christian's Milwaukee Bucks. Obviously, the Bucks are a better team, but the Atlanta Hawks <laughs> stepped Game up one. under pressure. Game one. Got it. All right. Uh, Fair enough. Seton O'Connor. I feel like we need a tiebreaker limerick actually. Todd does have another limerick. I did write a second one. Oh, God, no. Okay. Um, Todd's going to go first on this one. Man, Scotty Pippen is whack. His feelings for others show lack, especially towards sensitive KD. Come on, 33. But Durant, do you have to clap back? <laughs> Aggressive delivery. Man, Fritzy, that's yeah. a, why he dropped the mic. Um, okay, Christian. Oh, a baller named PG-13 came up big in a win for his team. But if you go by the book, they won't get off the hook. History shows that they'll run out of steam. All right. A uh, little jab at the Clippers. The topic was KD versus I know. Pippen. I know. Yeah, so, Christian, <laughs> Todd's up 2 nothing. No yeah, he, he closed yeah. you out. He closed you out there. Uh, so well, we'll, we'll wait for the video, Christian. Uh, whatever you choose with your shower of shame. All right. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do is uh, the – the state drink of Maine is Moxie, so I'll do a <laughs> shower of shame and Moxie. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Christian, for playing along. Yes, he I'm proud of the toddler. He really stepped up no, on those two. No, he did. Two. He really did. Yes. See, Todd, I, 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 yeah, I like your there limericks. Times. I appreciate it. I like your limericks. I was, co- I was extra confident, and I gave it a little extra sell in the uh, delivery. No, I could tell. You went after it, and I appreciate it. It was that. like a mini limerick rap battle or yeah. something. I just yes, felt it like was. there was something. Uh, this was Eight Mile. Um, Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. All right. Uh, this day in uh, sports history, Paul? Yeah, I got a bunch. Uh, 1918, Babe Ruth. There's always a Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth became the second American League player to hit four home runs in four consecutive Overrated. games. Overrated. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 1968, Bobby Bonds hit a grand slam in his first home run in his first game with the, uh, the Giants. Yeah. ABC's Monday Night Football began with a new lineup in 1985. The trio was Frank Gifford. Joe Namath and O.J. Simpson. Mm. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see. 
1985, the New York Yankees officials enacted the rule that mandated that team bat boys were to wear protective helmets during all games because a bat boy got smoked. And uh, Todd McFarland, is he, what is his? Uh, Spawn. 2003, he bought Barry Bonds' 73rd home run ball at auction. Can anyone guess, closest to the hole, what he paid for Barry Bonds' home run ball? 73rd home run ball. $3 million. 517 grand. Oh. Didn't he spend more on one of Mark McGuire's home run balls? I think. That might have been $3 million. Then Bonds came along. He realizes, uh, well, McGuire's isn't worth as much as it. the 70th home run ball. Didn't he spend $3 million on that? Or am I just making up things? Yeah, you're right. The 70th home run ball by uh, $2.6 million. Oh, okay. Right. Throw in commission and all that. And, yeah, it's around $3 million. Final results of the poll question, McLovin. You're not going to believe it. Whose career would you want, Scotty Pippen or KD? It came down to 50-50. We have a split room. No kidding. Yeah, I would have thought Durant would win that one. Yeah, I would too. Yes, Eaton. Scotty Pippen's got to be one of the most disrespected players of all time. Doesn't it feel like that? No. I think he benefited from having a Hall of Fame coach. He benefited from Michael Jordan. He's a great player. He's not an all-time great player. He's a great player. But he was on all-time great teams. I think that's the difference. But see, even just saying he was on all-time great teams rather than part of an all-time great team. He was part of maybe it's great. Maybe it's semantics, right. but... He was the second most important guy. Which is still pretty good. It's not like he was the eighth guy. It's a distant second. <laughs> it's a distance. It wasn't one and one A. Yeah, it's okay. a the distance second. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, all right. But see, this is when when I saw this story, I was like, okay, now I'm going to say something negative about Scotty and uh, whatever. I don't care what his opinion is of Kevin Durant or LeBron James. I care what his opinion is of Phil Jackson. Where's the media on this? Do you know what the hell he said? He said it was racial that he put in. Tony Kukoc to take the last shot. Like everybody is focusing on, did you hear what he had to say about KD? I don't care what he has to say about KD. And if you're KD, you shouldn't care what Scottie Pippen has to say about you either. I'm glad you did. And KD does care what everybody says. But if I'm interviewing Scottie Pippen and he said, read between the fine lines here. And that, you know, this was racial. And I'm like, what? I would have been following up with a question that said, uh, can you give me some more examples of Phil doing this? Because you know what you just called him? A couple more phone calls. The two worst words in sports if game seven's the two best. Gabe in Brooklyn. Hey, Gabe. Hey, it's uh, Dave in Brooklyn, 59180. <laughs> that was close. I had two of the letters right. Come on, Gabe. Thank you, Todd. <laughs> Two worst words in sports are football move. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Gabe. Uh, <laughs> it's Dave. It's the way he said it's Dave. Dave. <laughs> are we taking phone calls from Ryan in Honolulu? I thought Ryan has his allegiance now to the Rich Eisen oh, show. Boom. Oh, On a no. Friday? Yeah, Ryan, what's the, what's the deal, dude? If you if you want to call into Rich Eisen's show and do your mock headlines and stuff, then uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna block you. Hello, 
<laughs> if you want to keep me on hold for over an hour and not play me, then what am I going to do? Well, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Ryan. You're a disgruntled bench player. I try to get you as often That's as true. I can. Yeah, I'm, I'm like the backup long snapper walk-on type. Don't make me cancel you, okay? We'll do. We All got right. some. We got some uh, worst sports names here. All right, here we go. All right, this one's for McLovin. The process. Okay. <laughs> this one's for you. Sports Emmys. Wow. Wow. Return wow. serve. Wow. Wow, that's a shot. This one's for everyone. Skip Bayless. <laughs> <laughs> Thank this you. This one's for Todd. Yeah. No guests. <laughs> oh. How about pork off? <laughs> All right. Save, we- save the rest of them for Rich Eisen show. Oh, <laughs> Thank come on you, now. Yeah. Uh, what did you learn, Todd? You believe LeBron James is a better overall player than KD, even though KD is unguardable. Yes, he is. What we learned brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization options. Cutting edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz Vans, built, equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go that extra mile. Taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. A lot of fun this week. Thanks for your contributions. Always great to hear from you in a variety of ways. Have a safe weekend. Reggie Miller will join us on Monday. Seton Paulie, Fritzy McLovin, yours truly, Dan Patrick Show. It's Freddie Prince Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.